Good morning, good morning. Today it's Friday, January 6th, and uh, it's currently 38 degrees. A little chilly out there, but it's sunny, and it's supposed to get to a high of 58 today. Looks like it's going to be a nice day. And uh, let's uh, pray, and we'll ask the Lord's blessing. Heavenly Father, we just uh, ask that you guide us right now. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for being our Father, adopting us as sons and daughters, Lord, into your kingdom. Lord, for your grace and your mercy that you've poured out upon us in unmeasurable amounts, Lord. Father, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, that you would do as you see fit, Lord. That you would help us to follow suit with your plan, Lord, that we would walk hand in hand with your spirit, Lord. Lead us, guide us, and help us to follow completely, wholeheartedly, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, and help us to forgive amazingly like you do. Provide for us, Lord, like you always do. And Lord, lead us not into temptation. Lord, deliver us from the hand of the evil one, from the enemy, from our flesh, Lord. Father, we lift up Tracy to you still, going through a difficult time there, Lord. We just ask for your hand, your comfort, your peace, your joy uh, in her life. And uh, Lord, those that are still sick, I lift up the Janikowski family to you and... Uh, the Jervises, Lord, just uh, ask for healing, complete healing, total healing in those families, Lord. We lift them up to you. We thank you, Lord. Be with us now as we uh, get into your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, <clears throat> today's lesson is another summary message of the law, be loving. And uh, our chapter for today is Matthew chapter 22. And it is titled, The Parable of the Wedding Feast. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son, and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been, have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you can find. And those servants went out to the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in, he looked at the guest. He saw a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness, in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words. And they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. 
Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And when they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. The same day Sadducees came to him, who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died, and having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. So too the second and third, down to the seventh. After them all, the woman died in the resurrection, therefore. Of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are wrong, because you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Is he not God, is, is he not God of the dead, but God of the living? And when the crowd heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, How is it that then that David in the Spirit calls him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. Then if David calls him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer him a word, nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. Another summary message of the law, be loving. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Matthew 22, 36. In his response to the question, Jesus supplies another summary of the message of God's law. Be loving. Love the Lord, your God. Love your neighbor. Jesus then revealed that one that on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Every command in the law of God is related to one of these two commandments. Love the Lord, your God. The primary demand of the law is an all-out love relationship with the Lord God Almighty. God is to be loved with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. From the depths of our being, love is to be flowing out towards the Lord. In every expression of our personality, love is to be poured out towards God. In every thought in our minds, love for God is to be the motivation and the content. In any aspect of life that does not indicate a comprehensive, unrestricted love towards God is a violation of His law. Love your neighbor. The second demand of God's law is an unselfish love towards every other person. We are to love others as ourselves. Some have wrongly used this phrase to urge obedience to an imaginary third commandment. We need to learn to love ourselves. 
No, Jesus said there are only two commandments here. The second one is a call to give others the consideration and care that we are we all have given to ourselves throughout our lives. Jesus later intensified the second command by saying, a new commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you. John 13, 34. The message of God's law is be loving. Love God fully. Love others sacrificially. Dear Lord God, I bow before you as the God of infinite love. I have come to you, come to love you because you first loved me, yet my love for you is so feeble in light of what you deserve and what you command. Oh Lord, my love for others is so often diminished by my own selfishness. I humbly ask that you would work in me a more profound love for you and a more selfless love for other, for others, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Have a great day, guys. Be blessed.